From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community, this is Soulful Sundays. A weekly podcast of our 5 o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, Director of St. Mark's. Welcome. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to thee, O Christ. Jesus said, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me naked, and you did not give me clothing, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, You did not do it to me, and these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Uh, A couple of years ago, I was... uh, Oddly enough, in England at Windsor Castle, and I was assigned to go and find the boys' choir and get them into the St. George's Chapel, which is this chapel there in the castle. And I, I did as I was assigned, and suddenly I discovered that I was in the chapel by myself, that the boys were not in there, and I didn't know where they were. But I realized that I was standing in the chancel, which is that part, on Henry VIII. 
And I was just, I looked down and I was standing on him and I apologized. They'll just let any Texan in here now, sir. <laughs> the boys were there to do even songs at the, at that, in that chapel. And so that evening we were doing, uh, they were doing singing that and this priest wonderful chaplain of the St. George's Chapel read the first lesson. And I was sitting there listening going, this is a great lesson. And the end of the lesson was like this. And she lured him into her tent and gave him milk mixed with wine. And when he had fallen asleep, she took a tent peg and drove it through his head until it hit the ground. The word of the Lord. <laughs> and that just struck me as like, it's, that's right. We listen to some really weird stories in church and we then have to go, the word of the Lord, thanks be to God for that. But this one tonight, the gospel I just read you, is the gospel. It is our marching orders. It is the good news. It is everything for us. What are we supposed to do with our faith? Pretty easy. Heal and feed people. Find them and make them well. Go. We talk about it as evangelism. We leave the doors open so you can come in here to be healed. We talk about it in many different ways. But the work that we've been given to do, the way that we will be judged is here in Matthew 25. You need to look no further. Just stop. I have come uh, through a man named Ed Inninger to, to decide that the human life has an anatomy and the soul really has an anatomy. And that anatomy uh, starts with a firm foundation, something that you can put your feet on, the foundation of you. And that then there is a moment of influence of water, a water word, where you are influenced and then have the ability to influence. And that water then is solidified in by bone and, and skin into the person that you are, but solidified into the relationships that you have and the families that you hang out with, the people you hang out with, the families that you are, are a part of, solidify that. And then it becomes, after it has sort of a strong foundation and, and it's been influenced and it's solid, then it becomes playful, sublime. The role then of you is to sublimate this body that you possess and solidify the soul that you possess and create a balance, all the while fully aware that there will be a day where you die, a, a coming of dying. And that's the rhythm. But then there are these two pieces to our life as human beings which are separating and connecting pieces. We are beings who are constantly in a dance of being separated from and connected to each other. Even the word that we use for this place, religion, religio, means to reconnect. So we are in a place of separating and connecting, of reconnecting, and that's what we do. That's what we're about. That's who we are as human beings. And then 
it's my opinion. I've come to just sort of put myself, this is how I lead my life. Maybe you could learn something from that. Is that you set yourself into situations where you are constantly not cutting off from each other, but discovering those places where you separate and connect with the world. And that's your work. Out of balance on your foundation, you might be out of balance in your influence, you might be out of balance in how you're solidified, you might be out of balance in your sublimity, you might be out of balance until the day you die, but the work is to find that balance, the sure foundation. And I was reminded of that because of that line in the first part where Jesus says, come you of my Father, inherit this that was prepared for you since the foundation of the world. That after all of the work that we will be doing as Christian people, we will inherit something phenomenal that has been prepared for us since the foundation of the world. And that is, in fancy talk, a future thing, uh, eschatology, things that happen in the last. And so while we are here on the earth, our work is to find a place like you're in, St. Mark's, and practice. Practice, practice this story that I gave you. Practice it. You don't have to create the nonprofit to end all nonprofits that feeds everyone. You have to figure out what it means for you to feed someone who's hungry, either symbolically or actually. You need to figure out how you're going to clothe the naked, either symbolically or actually. You're going to need to figure out how you're going to welcome the stranger. And on that one, I like to be playful and say, because the stranger might be you. How do you welcome you to you? I am constantly amazed at how many people there are that do not fully realize how valued they are simply because they were made. You were created by someone who has prepared something for you. Your value is really high. I, I wish that for all of us, that you could know that. Just know that. I, uh, today is Christ the King Sunday, and a part of my morning ritual is to sit, is this. Uh, you all have yours. Mine is um, I get up, I put my feet on the floor, I'm like, oh, whew, didn't die. Um, go into a dark kitchen and press a button. It's Pavlovian for me. And listen to the sound of coffee being grounded and just going into a pot while I sit in a chair where I have a bunch of different books, this is one of them, and wait for the coffee to be made. This book is called Celebrating the Seasons, and it's a fine book, 
And the author's name is somebody that you need to go, you need to understand, is Robert Atwell. Um, it is a reading for every day of the year, in the, and you just pick it up and you read, and it's everybody from Tertullian to, uh, to this poet who I love to bring to you named R.S. Thomas. And so I will close my time with you tonight with this poem that I found this morning after the coffee was made and I was sitting there in my chair and reading this poem by R.S. Thomas called The Kingdom. It's a long way off, but inside it, there are quite different things going on. Festivals at which the poor man is king and the consumptive is healed. Mirrors in which the blind look at themselves and love looks at them back. And industry is for mending the bent bones and the minds fractured by life. It's a long way off, but to get there takes no time and admission is free if you will purge yourself of desire and present yourself with your need only and the simple offering of your faith, green as a leaf. I want that for you. Amen. from
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.